Discover personally how the word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Once again, I welcome all of you to today's service. Amen. Um, I'll bring you the word of God now. Um, last week, last week, I said to you, God sent me to come and tell you by his word that you are to be spiritual as well as physical. Amen. So last week I did explain, we looked at scripture, what it means to be what? Spiritual. Amen. And I kept, that, I kept on reminding us that we shouldn't say to be spiritual. We have to say to be what? Spiritual what? As well. Amen. Because if you are only spiritual on this earth, you'll be in what? Trouble. Your spirituality can even cause you to backslide. That is if you are only what? So you have to be spiritual as well. So today we will continue. So spiritual as well as what? The physical. Or you have to be physical as well as what? The spiritual. Amen. And why? Because human beings are both physical and spiritual what? Being. Amen. So if you neglect one, you will be in what? Trouble. Amen. Praise the Lord, you'll be in difficulty. Amen. Uh, so today we are going to look at the physical. Amen. Uh, many people make mistakes. They neglect the physical. If you neglect the physical on earth, you will be in a lot of trouble. In a lot of, in a lot of trouble. If you neglect the physical, you'll be in a lot of trouble. Because the world is what? Physical. You are living in what? A physical what? World. And the physical is the basics. The physical is the foundation. The spiritual on this earth is not the basic. The spiritual world existed before this physical world. But when you are living on this earth, the spiritual is not the basic. The spiritual is the advance, the plus. The physical is the basic. You don't need God to tell you, you don't need to be a Christian to know that your income is connected, related directly to your work. Isn't it? Do you need to be spiritual to know that? You don't need to be spiritual. It's basic, isn't it? It's physical. That your finances is connected to your income, isn't it? So when you are praying, God, I need man, God, give me money, and you are not doing anything about your work. You are joking. Nothing will happen. Because money will not come from heaven for you. And so I'm just saying this to say, so it makes the physical basic. But if you are doing everything for your work, and you are still struggling financially, there might be a cause. Then you ask God to what? Intervene. 
So the spiritual is what? Advance of the physical. So the physical is the basic. But the challenge is many people are always taught from the perspective of Christians. So this is one of the scheme of the enemies when pastors are preaching to Christians, then they will take it and say, their own pastor is saying it. Those who do that, they are fools. Because we are, it's just like speaking to your child. Your child is worse than, Christians are far better than unbelievers. But we, we are talking to Christians and would-be Christians. We are not talking to what? Unbelievers. So when we speak about problem, doesn't mean it is a peculiar problem to what? Christians. Please, you understand what I'm saying. So I always come from the point of talking toward Christians. Amen. Amen. So when I say Christians, you can turn off your mic for now, please. When I say Christians, it doesn't mean the world don't have that problem. It doesn't mean it's a problem for Christians. Any problem Christians have, the world have it more and much more. Trust me on this. Amen. So we Christians, the problem is sometimes we fail to be practical, we feel to be physical, and we concentrate on the spiritual so much that we begin to suffer on earth. Amen. So you have to be practical as spiritual. Amen. The practical is basic. So when we are in a church and now we have to teach people how to talk, how to relate with people, we are failing. Because those things are meant to be what? Basic. But I understand that in the church we need to teach that because people are from different backgrounds, people are from different training, and you know, not everyone had a mother or a father or a good home. You understand? Some people were brought up by children. You understand? I mean, when you're 16 and you give birth and you're raising your child, are you not a child? A child bringing out. You're a child, 16, you're a child. I've been 16 before. Even now, I need my mother. This one, when I was praying, I miss my mother. She's dead. I wish she's dead. I would have said something. She would say something to me. You see, and I'm in my 40s, but I still, in a certain sense, need my what? Parent. So, 16 years, you are raising a child. You are, isn't, are you not a child? Me and you know, 16, we don't know anything. Aha. Uh -huh. Amen. So, I'm just saying that, I'm saying this to say that so. We understand that there will be practical things that what we need to what teach. And the Bible is full of those practical things. The Bible always tries to make us understand that you cannot be only spiritual on this earth. That on this earth you will be what? You will need to be what? Practical as well. Uh, this book, is it Ecclesiastes? You see, is it Ecclesiastes that everything says under the sun? Yes. So Ecclesiastes Everything Ecclesiastes is saying does not necessarily have, is not necessarily true in the spiritual realm. But it is always true in the physical world. So you see that Ecclesiastes will always say, the sun. So Ecclesiastes, whenever he says, and the sun, he says that on this earth, physically, that is how it is. So for example, he says, money do it for things, under this earth, on this earth. It's not a spiritual truth. So you see that God dedicated a by a whole book to to draw our mind on physical what things. I'm trying to open exercise. I can't find it. <laughs> Has someone open it? Yes. After on this earth, 
under the earth. Ecclesiastes 3? No, it, it, you should oh. see throughout. Does it say that I want to be sure whether it's For every activity under the heavens. For every activity under the heavens on this earth. So the activities on this earth. So Ecclesiastes is, is a book. I want to say that it's a book that God brought to draw our mind to be physical as well. To be, to be physical means to be what? Practical. So not being fleshly. In the Bible, being fleshly is negative. But being physical, your physical being means to be what? Practical as well. So you see that it says activity under the earth, mm -hmm. under this earth, on mm -hmm. this earth. Meaning not in the heavens, not in the spiritual, but on this earth. So when you're a Christian and you face to be practical, you'll be in trouble. Amen. Amen. You will be in what? Trouble. Trouble. So today, what we are going to do is, uh, we go through a few scriptures, but then we will spend time to see in the Bible, God and God's people being practical as well. We will look at many of these great spiritual people, including Christ Jesus, being what? Practical, knowing that he's living in the physical world. So he has to be what? Physical. To be physical is to be what? Practical. Because many of us, matter of fact, even if Satan is going to destroy you, if he come against you, he will have to come in the physical. He will use the word physical. So you can stop a lot of spiritual attacks by being physical. Not all spiritual attacks, but many, you can even stop it when you are physical, practical. Yeah, I mean, for example, for example, you are staying with a, a man, and you're giving birth to with this man. This man has been with you 30 years or 20 years. The man has never done you a certain wrong that you are hurt, like cheat on you or something for divorce and all of a sudden you think you are better off from than the man you are, you are better off without the man understand and let's say it is from satan it is from satan he will begin to whisper it into your ear a demon will be sent you see to begin to whisper that thing to your mind and people will also be sent and people say oh you, are good. you look beautiful i mean meanwhile you are 40 years you look beautiful Beautiful, beautiful. When it gets into your mind and say that oh, when I stop, I divorce, I'll get another husband, and you stop and you divorce, then the reality will come. You see that the one to sleep with you get, but husband and even to love you, you know what? Get it. But what I'm trying to say, if you are just physical, wisdom will teach you it's a delusion. Wisdom will teach you, even if it's true, there's no point. You've come to what? Far. You understand? So just being physical, practical, avert a lot of the enemy's work. You see, the spiritual and the physical is not parallel. It is interconnected. It is entwined. It works together. It's not two separate worlds. It is mixed. It's fast in a spiritual physical activity. Sorry? It is a spiritual activity. It's not a physical activity. But note, this spiritual activity, we do it what? Physically. Is prayer a physical or spiritual activity? Spiritual. But we do it what? So you see, it is not parallel. It is connected into a wine. Braided together. Is it a spiritual or physical activity? Physical. It's true, it's physical. Isn't it? Yeah. But do we know it has a spiritual dimension? Yes. Yeah. If you begin to minister when you are too full, when you stand here, 
you feel down. You, I don't know how I explain it to you unless you've been ministering. You, you, when you are full, I'm, I don't eat in the morning. I can't eat in the morning. When I eat in the morning, it's like my spirit has been sat on because the spirit is in the body. So the, 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 the feeling of the body imparts the spirit. Many of you, when you have problems, it's difficult to praise in it because the body is emotional about the problem. So it is having effect on what? Your spirit. So it is connected. It's not separated. So don't forget the word as well. Amen. Okay, let's hit the scriptures. Let's take our main scripture, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Let's refresh our mind. So today, I will be coming from the angle of being what? Practical. Because remember, last week we looked at being what? Spiritual as well. So today you have to be practical what? As well. I've seen many Christians destroyed because they were not practical. They were not physical. I've seen many Christians who have even back, backslide and blaming God. Meanwhile, they, they were not practical. They were not what? Physical. Physical. Mm. Amen. So let's look, let's look at it, but let's read our Genesis 2, verse 7, opening scripture. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Last week we read this, but I just want to show you something there again. Mm -hmm. Genesis 2, verse 7. Mm -hmm. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the mm -hmm. breath of life, mm -hmm. and the man became a living being. So this is what we read to show us that you, a man, or man means mankind, human being, you are not a spirit. You are not a flesh. You are what? A human being or a living what? So, so meaning when he created you from the dust, he released his spirit. Spirit what? In last week I took time to explain mm. all these things. So, and you became what? A living what? So, so or a living, so a living being made up of a spirit and what? Flesh. A flesh. Physical and what? Spiritually. Spiritual. So you must operate two-dimensional, both spiritual and what? Physical. Physically. Remember last week we went into all this. Mm. Okay. Now Psalm 115 verse 16. Amen. Psalm 115 verse 16. Amen. Psalm 115 verse 16. Hallelujah. Psalms 115 yeah. verse 16. Yeah. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, uh -huh. but the earth he has given to mankind. So the highest heaven, meaning the spiritual realm, belongs to God, but the earth is for mankind, humans. <laughs> so on earth is for humans. The earth is physical. Just the spiritual realm influence, can influence the earth, but the earth is for mankind. That is why on this earth a sinner can prosper. That is why one can say there's no God, and it will look like he's doing well, because the F has given, he didn't say Christian, mankind. So if you understand the F and you are physical as well on the F, you can eat from things of the F, except maybe have no power come against you or no evil word come against you. So on F, that's why Christians will always say, on this F, so there are a lot of things on this F, God will not interfere. I know you people will not, might not believe it, but he will not interfere. It's for man. It's the choice of man. Yeah. He will not interfere. A lot of things you believe to receive on this earth, 
It's not God who gives to you. It will depend on you. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You look like you don't believe me. <laughs> but it's true. I won't get time to go deep into it, but after service, we can have that discussion. I want to stay on track. Amen. But anyway, it said the F is for what? Man. It's for man. And you know, the F has rules. If I plant onion, it will grow. Whether I'm a sinner or the onion will grow. If I don't plant onion, I will not have what? That's how God has the F. Please, do we get it? That whatever you plant what? Grow. Look at Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. I'm giving you some scriptures as our foundation to let you know that you are to be physical or practical as well. When you leave one, you'll be in trouble, but today we are interested in being what? Practical. Last we look at being what? Spiritual. Amen. So Genesis 8 verse 22. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis 8, mm-hmm. verse 22. Uh-huh. As long as the earth endures. As long as the earth remains. Uh-huh. Seed time uh-huh. and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. So as long as this earth remains, seed time and harvest time will not cease. Summer and winter will not cease. Cold, don't pay attention to her. Others should move to the back. Amen. <laughs> Any movement distracts me, and especially I'm working with you. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So he said, summer and winter will not what? Cease. Day and night will not what? Cease. Cease. So when it is day and you are praying that it should be night because of you, nothing will happen. God has ordained it. When it is summer and you are praying that it should be winter, it will never happen. Try it and see. Fast 40 days. Because it is God that has ordained that on this earth, as long as the earth remains, cold time, seed time, and harvest time will not see. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Winter and summer will not what? Cease. So you pray and ask God, it's winter, let summer, let it change into summer and see. <laughs> God is showing us. So what can you do? That when it is seed time, you cannot harvest at seed time. What do you do? Wisdom will teach you, being practical will teach you to sow mm-hmm. so that you can harvest. So if you don't sow seed time and you are praying for harvest, you will never, you will never harvest any time. But then when harvest time comes, there will be nothing for you mm-hmm. because you did not sow at seed time. So when it's winter, I will not pray that let it be warm. I'll get a nice heavy jacket and wear it. And I'm warm, and you are fasting and praying. You say I'm arrogant. <laughs> you say I'm pride. You see? And I'm warm, and you are fasting and praying, and you are getting colder more because you're going to see what? He can say, God will take care of me. But on this earth, God has ordained that there must be a time for winter mm. and a time for summer. Mm. So to be practical, to be physical, is to, in the Bible, to be practical, to be physical, is to be wise, to know that, listen, it is summer or it is winter. I need a better, what? Jacket. Are, are we getting it? Yes. I, I just want to draw your attention. The reality, because God don't want us as spirits. He wants us as human beings, meaning we operate what? By directional on this what? F. He already has spirit beings. And you know, he already has people without spirit on this F, the animals. 
So that they are also God creation, the spirit being. So we are like the middle. That's why we have creativity. So that is what you are. So you must operate in what? Both ways. You know, we read Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. Let's read it again. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. Amen. Today, we are reading some scriptures to draw us into some realities. But then, we'll look at God being practical, what I understand, understood by the Spirit is. As we look at it, the Holy Spirit has a way that he will speak to you. He will begin to show you how you need to be what? Practical, physical as well. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. Mm-hmm. There is a time for everything. Mm-hmm. and a season for every activity under the heavens. So I'm interested in a season for every what? Activity under the heaven, meaning on this earth. Mm-hmm. So because in the heaven, the spiritual realm is timeless. It's timeless. That's why a prophet can tell you what happened to you 10 years ago or what is yet to happen two years ago. Because in the rest of the spirit, there's no time. It's timeless. It's like one plane. But on this activity, we are marked by time, yes. day and night. So, no, it said there's what? A time for every what? Activity. activity. So, on this earth, there's just like when you wake up morning, maybe you don't know. There's many of you have a routine if you are working. A time you bath, a time brush your teeth, a time you leave the home. There's always mm. an average time. Yes. But what you must also know, there's time among all this time to do both spiritual and what physical activity so today our interest is physical so there's a time to do physical activities on this earth if you use it for spiritual activities you'll be in trouble just as if you lose physical activity for spiritual activities what you'll be in trouble you see if i sit home and pray the whole day and never ever go out Never ever go out. Many of you I will never have met. Meaning you won't be here. If we didn't do the signboard, maybe we won't meet Mr. Atu. Because it was the signboard that showed you that we exist, isn't it? But the signboard is not a spiritual activity. Now I remember she said, Oh, he said, I saw the signboard. But the signboard is not a spiritual activity, it's a physical activity. God doesn't need to tell me that the church must have a signboard to let people know that there's a church here. You don't need God to tell you that. It is basic. Even our homes, we put number to tell everybody that this is the address. We put the road, isn't it? Yeah. So there's a, physical, there's a time for physical activities as well. When we meet here, it is spiritual purpose. But it's a time that what we do here is physical. When we come and we are mopping the floor, fixing the instrument, they are physical activities. If we don't do those things, when you come, you might not even consider us serious. Or our service will not go on. Well, mm-hmm. so you must... Be aware of the physical as well, because the physical is the most important thing. Why? Because it is the basic, it is the foundation on earth. And every true spiritual activity, you need to do it physically. Amen. So when I hear Christians, when you are superstitious, you begin to make excuses like the physical things are not what needed. Any true spiritual person is also really practical. You can never be true spiritual and not be practical. Because the Holy Spirit 
always point you to things that you need to what? Do. Yeah. He will always point you. Many people say they are spiritual. They are not. They are superstitious. God will provide. Hey, every month, every month, after you pay your debts and everything, you are left with 10 pounds. Every month, sometimes even when any emergency comes, you have to use credit card. And now, all of a sudden, you say you are going to buy a car. There's nothing wrong. You've been driving. And this car, you don't have the money to pay. So you say you take it high purchase. They say you qualify and you pay 200 what? Every month. There's nothing wrong. And when your friend, or let me use your wife, said, ah, honey, how can we pay? He said, God, what? Provide. You are a joke. You are being superstitious. You take the car and God will not provide anything because God doesn't provide like that. But wisdom will teach you that there's no way you can what? Afford the car. Mm -hmm. That's being practical. Mm -hmm. If God will provide, wait, when he provide, buy the car. And many Christians have been destroyed because all they say is God will provide. God doesn't provide like that. Like we all get involved in things and we say he will provide and he will provide. He does provide, but not because the Father brings this and we say he will provide, so there's provision. No. Even in this church, when we are doing something, I always think spiritually, all things be God. If something goes wrong, how can we what? Pay it. There's always a plan B. And I never say God will provide. Even though he provides, he's the one who has been providing. But if he has provided, we will have it. So I wait when he provides, we use it. And that's simple. I'm not going to take 2,000 rents and say God will provide. I'm joking. I'm joking. He would rather destroy the church. Because what he has provided, we are using it. When he provided 2,000, we use it. Amen. <laughs> Please, you understand? So all this is to... Stay up to draw our mind what I mean to be what? Practical as well. Because there are earthly things and there are heavenly things. And earthly things must be dealt with physically. Uh, let's read the scripture. John chapter 3 verse 12. John chapter 3 verse 12. Amen. So be physical as well. Note as well. To be physical as well means to be what? Practical as well. Which in the Bible it means to be wise. Amen. Amen. John chapter 3, verse 12. Mm -hmm. I have spoken to you of earthly things, mm -hmm. and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? So this was Jesus who was talking. Whenever I see heavenly things, it's a spiritual thing. So Jesus said, I've told you about earthly things, and you do not believe. How can I tell you about spiritual things? So now do you see why I say the earth? Fiscal things are the basic, mm. isn't it? I, I just told you, listen, I just told you, like, I just told you, everything, and you know what? Believe it, you mm -hmm. can't accept it. Can I tell you about spiritual things? Can I? No. I can't. Be why that? Because that is basic. Isn't that basic? Mm. Yeah. Eh? If I said that, listen, if you don't work, you see, <laughs> Everyone, when they come, they will go. They will go. Because, you see, at a certain age, at a certain age, people become wiser. 
So for example, you're a man and you don't work and you want to marry, any woman that will come, no matter how they love you, when they realize you don't work, they will not marry you, they will go. Because they will know even if they marry, the marriage will be what? Fought. I'm talking about a man who doesn't work. Mm. You work six months, you stop. You say you be working, but your work is nothing. Mm. I'm not talking about riches here. Oh, women, am I lying? No. They will go. So if I tell you that find a stable work and get a place, it doesn't need to be a post place if you want to marry. If maybe the women come and go and say this and you cannot believe this, can I go deeper? Yes. <laughs> can I, I mean, can I tell you about advanced things regarding it? Yes. I can't. Because you don't need God. <laughs> you don't need to be spiritual to know that at a certain age, you see, when you're 20, you can get away with it. You see? But when you're like 30, 40 going, the women, they, they are, they experience life. You understand? And all things be because you should know that. Because it's a physical, practical things you should know. Please, are you getting mm -hmm. so? But the main reason we read this way to show that there are earthly things that has no spiritual dimension, and it must be approached earthly. And the world hates it when we, especially pastors, are being wise. If you've come to take our building, you say, Well, it's nothing, give it to them. No, 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 we'll fight you, yes, we'll take you to court. <laughs> it doesn't mean we are not spiritual, it's an earthly issue. And there was a, a, a pastor going to court because they want a pastor to be full so that the building, be what, the building the church has bought to be what? Possessed. Mm. So there are every what? Things. And because there are every things, you must go about it what? Every. Meaning physical and what? Practical what? As well. Look at Matthew chapter 22, 17 to 22. Jesus said there is a gift to Caesar, what is for Caesar, and unto God, what is for God. Caesar was a king, isn't it? On yes. What was Jesus saying? Give to the physical, mm. what is physical, yes. and give to God is a spirit, isn't it? Give to God, what is what? For God. You can't mix the two. When you give to God and you don't give to Caesar, you'll be in trouble. When you give to Caesar and you don't give to God, you'll be in trouble. Yeah. So you must keep that to two-dimensional. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Matthew 22, mm -hmm. verse 17. To 22. To 22. Mm -hmm. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? Mm -hmm. But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used to pay for paying the tax. They brought him a denarius, and he asked them, Whose image is this and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, So give back to Caesar. So, what no, there was so. Mm -hmm. What is Caesar's, mm -hmm. and to God, what is God's? When they heard this, they were amazed, so, so they left him. So give to Caesar what is for Caesar, and to God, what, what is, is for God? What? God. Like, you're a woman, you've married, you are staying with your husband, and now you know God than your husband, so you want to be teaching your husband at home. It is wrong. Your husband is not your sheep. Is your husband. Your first duty and responsibility is your husband is what? Your husband. 
He didn't marry because yeah, you know God. So if you try, which I've seen many women destroy their marriage, give unto Caesar what? Give unto your husband what is due to what? Your husband. There's a scripture that says, give honor to who honor is due. Give uh, respect to who respect is due. So no matter who you are, your husband is your husband. If you change it, you'll be in trouble. You will be in trouble. You will be in trouble. Amen. Are, are we getting what I'm teaching? Yes. You are to be physical as well. To be physical as well means to be practical as well. To be practical means to be wise or do things with what? Wisdom. Amen. Amen. Now, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 1 to 3. I want to show you something. There are scriptures here I want to share, but I don't know whether you people can receive it. Oh, we can receive it. Are you sure? Yes. Hey, <laughs> we will see. We will see. We will see. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 1 uh -huh. to 3. Jesus, I said to you, fiscal things, everything, and you cannot receive it. <laughs> you see if you can receive it. Amen. So Ecclesiastes chapter 3, uh, sorry, 9, verse 1 to 3. Please, let's read it. Mm -hmm. So I reflected on mm -hmm. all this and concluded that the righteous and the wise and what they do are in God's hands, mm -hmm. but no one knows whether love or hate awaits them. Mm -hmm. All share a common destiny, the righteous and the wicked, the good and the bad, the clean and the unclean, those who offer sacrifices and those who do not. As it is with the good, so with the sinful, as it is with those who take oaths, so with those who are afraid to take them. This is the evil in everything that happens under the sun. The same destiny overtakes all. The hearts of people, moreover, are full of evil, and there is madness in their hearts while they live. Amen. So this is under the sun. So he said, on this earth, whether you are righteous or not, whether you are saved or not, both the good and evil, when we come out, we all face the same mm, danger. Yes. But many Christians are deceived to think because they are Christian, they should face another danger. No. You see, when we all come out and crossing the road, whether you are saved or not, righteous or not, I didn't say the Bible, mm -hmm. you all face the same danger yes. being hit with what? Car. Car. The only thing that separate you people is if you are practical and physical about crossing the road and say oh car is come let me wait and the car park and you want to and the other one speaks, say let me wait and it pass before you cross or you can be spiritual and say oh no weapon fashion <laughs> the car will hit you <laughs> this is the F so that's where sometimes we fall short because when we become Christians, many want to do away with the physical. While the physical is basic, you have to build on it. Your spiritual side is your advantage. Listen, the man don't love you. You all the signs. The things you told your friends six years ago that this, you see, you told your friends six years ago that because of this, the man is doing to you and this, it means the man don't love you. The three years ago, you told your sister that because of this and this, the man doing it shows that the man don't what love, love you. you just want to sleep with, which is it was true now the same thing is happening to you I cannot see even if you say i will pray and god will change him god doesn't change people god help people to change it's a choice i put before you choose and there's no guarantee to, uh, because change is hard 
till a person made up their mind that they will change, they will not change. If they want to change, then God helps them to change. I hope I can show you scriptures if you are not what I'm saying. But the more scriptures I show you, I go off track. About you see, why do you think they hardened hearts, mm. stiff neck? Yes. Why do you think say he's knocking at the door? If you don't open, you will never enter. So when we pray, he knocks. When we pray, begin to convict them, to let them see how it's important for their own good now and future to change. But the people must make the choice. Because, you see, many people, when they change, they are going to go through misery. Many people, their finances will change. A lot of reasons, and they don't want to change. Mm. Yes, some people enjoy the evil. So you are praying to everything, the person will not change. Because he is what he is. Just as you you have a choice, the person also got his or what? Choice. Choice. You see, so you It's true. I'm just, I'm, in the Bible, foolishness is not an insult. Foolishness is a description, please. You yes. see, we have our language. Mm -hmm. In the Bible, the Bible always talks about being wise and foolish. Yes. Because anytime you make any decision or any choice, in the Bible, in the realms of the spirit, in either physical, it's a good decision or it's a bad decision. The Bible could say wise decision or it's a foolish decision. Yes. Do you know why? Because you can even do good, but you've been foolish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your goodness can be foolishness to you. So wisdom is above what? Foolishness. Mm -hmm. You can even be righteous, but you'll be foolish. Yes. <laughs> or oh, you don't believe me. Yeah. So in the Bible, it's, foolishness is not an insult. It's a description. When we are being honest, when we look back, many of us say we will admit now that it was a foolish decision what we made. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's read. Look at it. Amen. For yourself. Uh, okay, I will put that one aside for now. Let me see if you people can hide the more scriptures. Look at something Jesus said in Luke chapter 16, verse 8. I showed this thing to a friend, and the friend was... I said it to her, him based on an issue, and he couldn't, and he couldn't bear it. He said, show it to me. That friend is not like that to me. Amen. Even then, I wasn't a pastor. I was just a teacher in the church. So I quickly, those days, uh, I was in Ghana, and there was, I was using, I remember black. The internet was very slow. <laughs> so I had to go to my house and get up. Those days I had this one note that I've put in some vital scriptures on it. And go and get the note and come and show him the scriptures. Because he's a very good friend and he's a Christian. But when I showed him, when I mentioned the scripture, he doubted it. Amen. Because Jesus said the people of the world are more shredded the people of the light. Please read it for me. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Luke 16, verse 8. Uh -huh. The master commended the dishonest manager mm -hmm. because he had acted shrewdly. Mm -hmm. For the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than they are the people of the so, light. So he said the people of this world, the F, are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind, dealing with people of this world, world well, than their own kind. What does shrewdness mean? Someone go in your dictionary. 
It means sharp in judgment. You are sharp in your judgment. But meanwhile, we are supposed to be shrewd than them. But Jesus said they are rather shrewd than us. How? Because sometimes we don't want to be practical. We become religious. We become superstitious. And we begin to use superstition and religious things or spiritual activity as an excuse for fiscal thing. Meanwhile, we are supposed to be sheep. Sheep is not bad. It means in judgment. Other version even use the word wisdom. Why? Yes, yes. What was the meaning? Dictionary. What was the meaning? Uh, no, no rush. You understand? This is the scripture I showed him. It was about an issue. Yeah. in what? Judgment. judgment. So Jesus said the people of the world are sound in judgment regard to their kind on this earth than the people of the light. So why is that as you are Christian, you, you, your eyes have closed now? <laughs> no, you don't, you just, you, you are using spiritual side as an excuse. You don't want to stand up with the attack of the physical side and that will bring you down. 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 It will bring you down. It will bring you down. Because, see, we read a scripture last week that Jesus said, they are not of the world, but they live in what? The world. You are not one of them, but you are living among them. They are designing the system. You are competing with them. Application, isn't it? Yes. You are competing with them, isn't it? Mm. What, not like you need to compete, but in your work, they are comparing data. They say, your colleague, you have, you have to step up your game. And you don't want to be shoot. You have to. Stop in judgment. Your own says what? Oh, they judge that bit. Whose version Bible said use wisdom instead of the word should? Yes. You understand? Uh, King so James. The people of this world, they are. That's why if you're a Christian, you think because you're a Christian, no calm man should come to you. You are joking. Matter of fact, because you're a Christian, you attract calm men because they think you're a fool. They think they can manipulate you. So if you say, oh, it doesn't matter, it's up to you. But if you see a corn man, you must know that this is a corn what? Man. The fact, we read Ecclesiastes, the fact that you're a Christian <laughs> will not save you from them. It will take your wisdom, your practicality. Because it says both the evil and the good, isn't it? We, we come out, we all face the same what thing. That's what you are seen under the earth. So there was a case that the pastor had bodyguard. Of course, he makes it own very obvious. <laughs> Amen. But that's not okay. And the people were annoyed because he has bodyguard. This pastor is a very, very big pastor. Like, I mean, not fat. I mean, big, huge. Why shouldn't he have what? Bodyguard. A bodyguard. Mm -hmm. Why? Why shouldn't he? God is the one that protects him. Yes. But if they come spiritually and they don't get you and they become, now they will come physically. Physically must be dealt physically. We all heard of the case three years ago that a man went to a church doing church service yes. and caught the priest and cut off the priest. Whenever I think of this thing, I want to hit my head. Where were the members? 
not with a gun, a knife. That's how we have filled with the fiscal. Mm. Couldn't one member just take anything and hit the man? Couldn't they? Mm. And this was a Catholic priest. If he had bodyguard, would that happen? No. It was a physical thing. It had to be dealt with physically. It's not a spiritual thing. Even though God can do it, but there are things he expects you are to do it. Wisdom must teach us, and that's being physical, the Bible call it, or being what? Practical. I think you can take more scriptures. Mm-hmm. Because I saw how you took Luke 16, verse 8. <laughs> Exodus chapter 7, verse 16. Look at it. All these scriptures is to draw our mind that we are to be physical as well as what? Spiritual. The fact that you're a Christian does not mean do not dress. Do not take care of yourself. It doesn't mean that. It is basic to dress. It is basic to take care of yourself. You don't need God to know that. It is basic. It is basic. It's a physical thing that you must do. The Bible says men judge by what they want. See. See. It's basic. It's basic. You don't need you don't need God to know that. And when you think because that you don't dress, it, it has no value. Because in heaven it, it has no value. It's, dressing is on F. Yeah. It's on F. Now look at Exodus chapter 7, verse 16. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Do not be over righteous, mm-hmm. neither be over wise. Why destroy yourself? So he said. Over-righteousness, you can destroy your own self by being over-righteous. And he said, you can destroy your own self by being over-wise. Hey, isn't it scary? Mm. But many people have destroyed themselves. Yeah, because there are people, you see, anything that is over is bad. Yes. There's a saying that too, uh, there's a saying that say, uh, too much of everything is what? Bad. So overly means over anything that is over is bad. You see, women will understand this. We, you guys do makeup, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Which is good, isn't it? Yeah. Even I told my children that these days, if the men are going to marry, they must make sure that all the women wash their face and swim. And <laughs> because what you see will be totally different in the morning. <laughs> because the, the makeup it does transform man. <laughs> and the protest in the pictures hey. <laughs> mercy to long distant relationship <laughs> the filters <laughs> so what <laughs> so oh mercy <laughs> so what was I saying <laughs> So your hair and makeup is good. It's good. It transforms you people, isn't it? But sometimes when you overdo it, you rather look what? Horrible. Uh-huh. So righteousness, we have to be righteous. But over-righteousness can destroy you. I didn't say it. We have to be wise. But when you are over-wise, it will destroy you. Anything that is over will destroy you. So some people are over-righteous that physically they are no good. Yeah. A woman said to me, she said, this is a woman, who, she said to me she, she divorced her husband because of she wants to serve God. It didn't make sense in my ear, but it was up to her. It has got nothing to do with me. 
But after like three years, something came up. And the woman started dating a man. And I'm thinking, hey, if you say you left a man because of the work of God, you are still doing work of God and you are dating this man, this man has broken your heart. So it means what you said, it wasn't true. Mm. If you left, you see, it's more likely there was something and you are using that as excuse. God, hey, as for God, how people use him as... <laughs> you, 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 please, do we understand? Yeah. But because many people marry and when they know God, they become over-righteous with your husband, with your wife. No, no. Romance is a physical thing. Your husband never married you because you are spiritual. No, no, he will never marry you because you are spiritual. You understand? Husband, do you marry because they are spiritual? You want them to be your spiritual head? Or did you marry your husband because he is spiritual? No. 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 So when you want to spiritualize everything in the bedroom, you'll be in trouble. No, you'll be in trouble. You will be in trouble. I know what I'm saying. A lady said to me, I can't do that. My husband wants that. I can't do it. It's not like what the husband wants is wrong. I said, why? Because it is wrong to do that. I know God doesn't like that. I said, show me the scriptures. <laughs> There's no scripture that shows that God doesn't like. Anything God doesn't like about sex is in the Bible. When we're doing marriage, we look at it. Mm-hmm. It's in the Bible. And the husband is willing to women now. The husband is willing to women. The husband once said to me, say, oh, that girl, like admitting it, say, oh, that girl, he, he said, that girl, oh, we've never quarreled. We said we've never quarreled, but with my wife, when we stay three days without quarrel, it's a miracle. <laughs> so he said, oh, said, ask for the, I said, we've married that girl. Yeah. Oh, it's true. I'm not joking. True story. Not in, not in the past. I'm talking now. He said, I'll marry that. He's an unbeliever. He said, I will marry, I said, I will marry that girl. <laughs> but the wife to say he, she won't change. She wants to rock shoulders with the husband. So he said, I will marry that girl. So the husband said, as for me, I will not divorce her. <laughs> he said, me, I will not divorce her. The wife to say, I will not divorce no. him. But the, the, the thing is, but the wife will not do what she needs to do for the marriage to work. So now you, the wife, will be tormented. Do you get the difference? Mm. Or because you don't want to be what? Practical. You see, if you want a relationship, there's a way you behave. If you don't want it to, there's a way what? You behave. behave. Mm. If you care about it, there's a way you behave. Mm. If you don't want, if if you don't care to, there's a way you behave. But here people praying that God, let my marriage be intact. But every action is contradictory to what they are praying for. It will never materialize. Yeah. When God said, Jesus never said, there's no way in the Bible that you see God will do it for you. He will say, God will help you. With God, it is possible. Mm. So there's always a role you have to play. Amen. And you cannot throw practical things away. So righteousness can destroy you. And over wisdom can what? Destroy you. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to look at some examples in the Bible to show what I got by the Spirit is these examples. I don't know how, but God through it will minister to us 
to make us understand in our individual areas how we are to be what? Practical. To be practical means to be wise in what? Your dealing. To be shred in your dealing. Sharp judgment. You put emotions down and you use the brain. <laughs> no, emotions always block the brain. We are adults here. A cripple what? The brain. Mm. Yeah, emotional decision many a time don't bring profit. Yes, there's a place for emotion. You sit in that place. But be rather rational what? Emotional. To be practical, to be fiscal as well. You have to be what? Be rational. Let me show you something. There's another scripture. Let's read before we look at some examples. Amen. There's another scripture. Uh, it has just come into mind because I want to say this. Amen. Um, let's read it. Amen. Romans. Oh, please don't go to Romans. <laughs> Rather read for me uh, Proverbs 19, verse 30. Proverbs 19, verse 30. I want to say something. Proverbs 19, verse 30. Please read it for me. Only goes up to 29. Proverbs 19, verse 30. That means NIV is what you people are reading. So when it means, is the King James goes to 30, isn't it? 29. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure? Give me my, someone please give me my phone. Amen. Okay, I want to show you, read that scripture, don't worry. Now, I know the scripture, but I want to quote it, amen. God, that scripture I want us to read, say, a person fool, people fool, people are foolish, and by their foolish action, when they are hurt, mm. they begin to blame God for it. Amen. They begin to blame God for it. And the reason why, look at Proverbs 9, let's see, just in case. Proverbs 9, yeah. 19 verse 3, that scripture. Oh, 19 verse 3. Yeah. Is it 19 verse 3? I think so, yeah. Okay, so I added zero. Okay, 19 <laughs> verse 3. Okay, please come for my phone, pass it on. Proverbs uh, 19 verse 3. Yeah. A person's own folly uh -huh. leads to their ruin, uh -huh. yet their heart rages against the Lord. It's the story of many people. Their own folly, their folly is not an insult, unwise decision bring them distraction and they begin to blame what? God. Meanwhile, it has, that's what Eleon said, there are a lot of things, it has got nothing to do with God. It was purely by your own fully. Purely by your own what? Fully. Mm -hmm. You and your husband, you were living together beautiful, you become a Christian good. You are serving God very good. Your husband also become a Christian very good. But now, you, now Monday to Friday, you are not at home. Ma because every day you say you are going for prayer, you are going this, you are going this, you are going this, you are going this. Will your husband be happy? No. A wife, are you not supposed to make sure there's food in the house? Yes. When your husband comes from work, come from, are you not supposed to have time to fellowship, to talk in the house? Yes. Isn't that your first call, first response? Responsibility. Mm -hmm. And now you, when he goes through and say, God, your own foolishness. You are not a pastor. That is not your work. The pastor must go about it five days. But you are not a pastor. It's not your work. If it's your work, your husband will expect the what? Income. Please, are, are we getting what yes. I'm saying? Yes. You don't need God to know that that is wrong. 
You don't need God to know that the more or less communication, this time begins to take place. It's a practical thing. Even though I understand, you might not know. You see, so you say a person's own food leads to their what? Room, yet their heart what? Like one brother, he said he's going to start a business. Not like he was asking me. He said he's going to start. He told me about the business. And when he was telling me, I know this business will amount to nothing. I knew it. See, you see, uh, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, you know, there are businesses that look nice, but it never brings profit. You see, it, 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 I don't want to stay the business, but I knew bring him what nothing, and it is his plan. And I try, you know, there are so many ways of trying to speak to people. Depending on the, if the person asks you a direct question, it is what different, isn't it? If the person is saying it to like you hear it, but sometimes the pastor, you want to draw the person's mind to. So sometimes you chip in, and sometimes based on what you chip in, based on the response, you can pour forth more. Sometimes just what keep quiet. So I knew the business. You see, I knew it would not amount to anything. You, you understand, and uh, but I couldn't tell him, not because I didn't want to tell him because he didn't ask for my opinion. He didn't. You, you understand. He just won't pray. Pray that it what work. Mm. So as for the prayer, there's not a problem. I will pray. You understand. And the business didn't work. It didn't work to the extent that he even remortgaged his house for the business. Uh, he remortgaged his house for the business. Uh, he stopped his work for the business, and he crashed very hard. When he was doing it all, he was trusting that God would let the business work. He was having faith that God would let the business work. Work, but that is not faith. I couldn't tell him mm-hmm. because he didn't ask. Amen. Because faith is not what you do. Faith is based on what God has said by the word. Yes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing what the, the word. word of God. You cannot take any enterprise and say because of this it must work. No, it doesn't operate like that. Because if you are taking up business, there are physical things you must know. You see, many a times you don't even take we don't take long to start a business. Because when you start business, it would take depending on the business, it would take time for it to pick up. And when you take loan, how will you pay it? And sometimes, even when the business starts working, you realize that you rather even need in, required cash injection rather to make it work. Sometimes, even when the business is working, for first two or five years, you can't take correct that you have to reinvest every profit into it. So what were you thinking? And you stop your work. It's purely fully. Mm. We don't do it like that. But I'll tell you that faith, God, God will not let me be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to say it, it, it has got nothing to do with God. It is purely or fully. He has backslide. Yeah. Don't want to have, he wasn't in this church to have anything to do with his church. But it was purely his fully. When you hear that people are successful, you don't know what it entails. Sometimes even the story is not true. Sometimes even the story, they don't tell the real foundation. Because they can't tell the real foundation. Sometimes it is even bad money that is now being turned into good. good money. Mm. Please, so this is one example. So many people do foolish things and it rules their life. And they, because you become a Christian or you are a Christian, you want it. No, no, no. This is why I say the physical is 
the basic. If this brother has spoken to solid business people, has taken his time, there's a way. You just don't start business. You, you just don't go into business because you have faith. No, it's different from you admire your business and God says to you, do this. That one is totally different. That one doesn't happen often because God doesn't really have interest in business, even though it does happen. Please, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So listen, you have to be practical. The earth is for man. You must use wisdom. It's not everything you spiritualize, even though almost everything can have a spiritual side. But don't worry about what God will do or what God will not do. That is pride. That is arrogant. Worry about what you need to do and what you will do, which is wise. What God will do or will not do, he will do it or will not do it. Your own is to ask. But you, you are meant to use wisdom. The Bible says wisdom is the pr uh, principal thing, meaning it is the first thing. In fact, let's read that scripture. Amen. So to, as I was saying, to be practical is to be what? Wise. Wise. Amen. Let's read it. Proverbs chapter 24, chapter 4. Oh, no, chapter 24, verse 3 to 4. It's, a, it's, it's not the scripture I want us to read, but let's read this. This is a good scripture as well. Amen. Proverbs 24, mm -hmm. verse 3 to 4. Please. Mm -hmm. By wisdom, a house is built, mm -hmm. and through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. Amen. This is not the scripture I wanted to us to read, but this is also a good scripture. So you see that a house is built and established is based on what? Wisdom, wisdom. Mm -hmm. and understanding. Mm -hmm. Wisdom is what you do that is what? Wise. Yes. The Holy Spirit himself is a spirit of wisdom. Yes. Understand. That's why I say anyone that is truly spiritually is also truly practical. Look at Proverbs again, chapter 4, verse 6 to 8. Look at what it says. So when I'm saying to be physical, I'm intentionally using the word physical. But as I've explained over and over, it's to be practical, which means to be what? Wise. To be wise. To be wise. Don't say God will do it. No, he said you have to be wise. Please read it for me. Proverbs 4, mm -hmm. verse 6 to 8. Mm -hmm. Do not forsake wisdom. Why? And she will protect you. Ah, it's God. He said God will protect us. Wisdom. Of course, God protects us, but many a time God will protect you by giving you wisdom, knowing what to do. So, like as I said, the car, wisdom will teach you that just be patient for the car because wisdom will teach you by no weapon shall fire shall give, will not work there. So, wisdom will teach you just to stand, and wisdom will tell you waiting 30 seconds will not harm you. God, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of what? Wisdom. wisdom. So he said, wisdom what? Protect you. That's mm. being practical. He said, and what? He said, she will watch over you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he said, the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Yes. Meaning, it's a choice. <laughs> you must decide to be wise from now. Mm. Meaning, the moment you decide to be wise, you will begin to be wise. Mm. The beginning of wisdom is to get what? Wisdom. wisdom. 
and said, though it what costs you all, mm-hmm. but have it. Yes. Meaning, that's why many people are not wise. One of the costs I know for sure that it will cost you, will cost you your emotions. Because sometimes when you are being wisdom like you're a fool, or it's like, yeah, it will cost your emotions. Why can't I tell her off? But wisdom will teach you. If you tell her off, your relationship will spoil. It will never be the same. And she's your in-law, your mother-in-law. So because you love her or him, he'll be in a certain position. Sit on the motion, sit on the motion. Uh-huh. Yeah. And many people know, no, they can't. I have to let her know. I have to let her know. <laughs> I, I, she must know. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> so I'm trying to say that to be physical as well, to be practical as well, is to do things with wisdom. Be practical. Be, let me use the word. Be real. Don't throw your mind away. Don't throw your wisdom away. Don't, don't say anything, God, God. God hasn't said anything. If you want to say anything, he will say it to you. Don't assume for God. He's too great for you to assume for him. The earth is for you. You, you, you do what you want. Prayer, he gave us the formula. Say so you commit it into his hands and he will direct your power. I Meaning spend time and pray to you about it. But after begin to do what you think is right, what you think is right, be practical. Just be practical. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. One time, should I say it? Yes. <laughs> it's, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> One time, Sister just said, we are going to have Renelle's birthday. But I said, ah, no, no, no. She said, we must have it. I said, oh, but if we have it, <laughs> it will affect our monthly budget. So I know what to do. I know what to do. I, I plan it. <laughs> I, I, I plan it. I say, oh, you should. I say, I say, then go ahead. So she, we did it. And about like one week, she oh, uh, pastor, can you chip in this amount? I said, oh, why? We already have budget for it. So, you know, I said, I told you. I told you. <laughs> you see, I was trying to be practical. I said, I told you, you know. I told you. I know, you know, I know the data. You said, you see, by giving, anyway, I wanted peace. <laughs> you see? So sometimes the data is that sometimes you try to lie to yourself, not to be practical, but the reality will hit you. It, it is what it is on earth. There's a role for you. There's a role for God. Don't ever change your role for God's what? Role. You be practical. If you are truly practical, you will see that the spirit and you even become practical spiritually as well. Yeah. Amen. Let's look at some examples. Examples. The examples were the main subject. But I don't know why we've looked at all those scriptures. But I believe it's the doing of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, Samson, do we not remember Samson? Mm. He was killed, isn't it? Yes. His eyes were removed, isn't it? Yes. He, he was betrayed by a woman, isn't he? Yes. But do you know something had the Holy Spirit from birth? He was full of the Holy Spirit. But still, when he wasn't practical, it led to his downfall. Mm. He died a shameful death. Someone who can kill thousands with a jawbone was arrested 
Why? Because God says, let no one know the source of your strength. Mm. No includes your wife. And you told your wife. You see? Meanwhile, wisdom will teach you. You see? If my wife don't know, she's safe. I am safe. If she knows it, then she even become a target. Isn't it? Yes. She can be blah, blah, in order. Or by mistake, if it slip up, what happens to what? me? So wisdom, because the wife was claiming you don't love me, wife. But wisdom will teach you, this is, has got nothing about what? Love. love. This is for our good. If that's not, then go. But he didn't. And that brought his down for what happened to the wife. She was free somewhere. She even had money. Look at it. Judges chapter 16, verse 18 to 21. So the reason why we are looking at this is to show us that even though Samson was full of the Holy Spirit, when he wasn't wise, he let what his downfall. So having the Holy Spirit, being filled with those, with the fact that God is using does not mean you can live without being practical, being physical. It's a joke. It's a joke. Amen. Please read it for me. Judges 16, 18 to 21. 16, 18 to 21. Mm-hmm. When Delilah saw that he had told her everything, she sent word to the rulers of the Philistines, come back once more. He has told me everything. So the rulers of the Philistines returned with the silver in their hands. After putting him to sleep on her lap, she called for someone to shave off the seven braids of his hair and so began to subdue him, and his strength left him. Then she called, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He awoke from his sleep and thought, I'll go out as before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Then the Philistines seized him, gorged out his eyes, and took him down to Gaza, binding him with the bronze shackles. Someone that killed thousands at the time, a few hundred took him. What did they do first? They took his eyes. eyes. You see, that's what you said, man. The worldly people, they are shredded. The first thing is took his eyes. So that if the strength comes, you can't see to fight mm. us. All he had was his strength. So when his strength went, when they took him, the first thing, remove his eyes. But so that if, even if the strength comes, you don't have eyes to see to fight us. But what caused it? Even though he had the Holy Spirit, he, he said, he, he Feel the secret to the wife, which he shouldn't have explained why he shouldn't. It has got nothing to do with love, but all about what? Wisdom. Mm. And Bible says the spirit left him. God was with him, but God what? Left, left him. him because he's been foolish. He's been foolish. And something, if you study something, God brought something. God himself is the one who brought something for a purpose. Yes. Yeah, just like the Baptist. But, you see, he wasn't what, I use the word, he wasn't what? Practical. He wasn't what? Practical. Look at another example, John chapter 8. Now the scriptures we are seeing to let us know the difference in being what? Practical. Now John Chapter 8, verse 59. There was a time the Bible said people pick up stones to hit what? Jesus. Mm. And the Bible said the moment he saw that they've taken up stones to hit him, other versions say he ran away or he hit himself. He didn't stand and say, I'm the 
<laughs> God, no stone. He ran. He ran. Because in the physical, when stone hit you, re read it for us, please. John 8, verse 59. Mm -hmm. As at this, they picked up stones to stone him. Mm -hmm. But Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. Did he stand there? No. He hid himself, slipping away. Mm -hmm. Other verses say, run away. To slip away means you are fast. He didn't say, I can make them blind. He didn't say, God will protect me. He slipped away. He hid himself when he saw they're bringing stones. He was being practical. That's what I call it. He was being wise. He knew on earth too he was a son of man. He knew even though he's the Messiah on earth, the same evil. When people are stoned, it leads to what? Death. We saw Stephen being stoned. What, brought, what happened to him? Died. Death. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. He was being practical. He didn't say, I'm the Messiah. Hit me the stone, you pass through. <laughs> he, he hit himself. He slipped away. Praise the Lord, Jesus. Hallelujah. One of the scriptures that really, really, uh, when God was teaching me these things, one of the scriptures that brought, like, you know, sometimes scripture can have a, a deep effect on you. It's Exodus, it was two scriptures Exodus chapter 13. And Exodus 23, let's read the 13 facts. Exodus chapter 30, 17 to 18. This is when God Almighty brought the people of Israel from Egypt. He brought them out of Egypt with signs and what? Wonders. Wonders. Mm -hmm. But when he was taking them, God himself said this. He said, I will not lead them to the shorter route. Other than that, they will face war and what? run away, mm -hmm. but I would rather take them around. God himself was being what? Practical, because the reality is the people were slaves. Whenever they see an army, they will panic and what? Run. run. Mm -hmm. So because of that, God changed the route. He was practical. He was wise. He was real reality, physical. Let, let's read it, please. Exodus 30, verse 17 to 18. 13, one three. Exodus chapter 13, 17 to 18. Sorry. One three. 17 to 18. Hallelujah. Amen. Exodus 13, 17 mm -hmm. to 18. When Pharaoh let the people go, mm -hmm. God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country. Why didn't God lead them on the road, the short road, eh? For, but, God, mm -hmm. for God said, God if, said, mm -hmm. if they face war, mm -hmm. they might change their minds and return to Egypt. Mm -hmm. So God led the people around the desert road towards the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt, ready to battle. Was God afraid? No, no. God was being real practical. He was being wise. Because F, he said, if they face what, war. they what change their mind and run away. Mm -hmm. Because remember, they were slaves. They've never war. And you don't want to be practical. You see, you, 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 the, way you are, the way you are serving God and your behavior in the house, you expect your child to be a Christian? <laughs> you think you can do that and your child, because your child is, you are teaching your child that this is how a Christian is. Mm -hmm. And you, you, is that Christianity? And you think you can do that, but it will work otherwise. No. God said, other than that, when they face the world, they what? Run. In their mind mm -hmm. and run. Mm -hmm. So originally, all things be called, God wouldn't take them through the Red Sea. 
But because of that reality, God had to be practical. Or let's use the word wise. God no, I, I'm not insulting, but for teaching sake. Is it that he didn't have power? Because later on he divided what? The sea. The Red Sea. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about him. It will be the choice of the people. Yes. Because other than that, they will change their what? Mind. mind. Because they have the right to change their what? Mind. mind. Be practical. Be physical as well. It is the basic. Don't let nothing replace it. Amen. Amen. Then my favorite one, Genesis 23. Sorry, Exodus, the same Exodus 23, 28 to 30. I remember I wasn't even a, a Christian when God shows me this thing. I used to call it the practicality of God. I remember, I remember my decks. Then I was to work. So I had an office. It hit me. I'm like, oh. I, I remember I even wake up and went for coffee. Yeah, it hit me so hard. Yeah, you know, sometimes the scripture come alive. That was how these two scriptures hit me. Read, read it for me. Exodus 23, 28 to 30. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I will send the hornet ahead of you mm -hmm. to drive the Hivites, Canaanites, and Hittites out of your way. But I will not drive them out in a single year because the land would become desolate and the wild animals too numerous for you. Little by little... I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. So God said, I have given the land to you, but now you are few. So the people who are living on the land, I will not drive them out. Because if I do, their place will be filled with what? Wild animals. Mm -hmm. This animal will begin to eat you people. Say, as you people begin to grow, mm -hmm. as you increase, I'll be driving them outward bit by bit. Yes. Look at God, though. Being practical, being real. And you just finished school. You don't have even a saving of 2000 and you're already owing 10000 because you're going to buy a car, 10000 And so God will provide. You are joking. Why didn't say, I'm God, I will prevent the animals? Because God himself has created the earth that animals roam. Yes. Wherever there are human beings, they don't come closer. Mm -hmm. Where there's no human beings, they take over. Even this lockdown, we saw animals begin to fill mm -hmm. places. That's the reality. So he said, bit by bit. You've just finished school. As for marry, you marry. Take your time. Be practical. Car, you buy a car. Oh, this country, if you have five and you get a car to buy. Am I lying? No, you're not yeah. lying. So take your time. Get your license safe. Bit by bit. Take your time. Take your time. Be real. Do you, do you get the practicality? Mm -hmm. And this is God himself. God himself. So sometimes your ministry won't grow big because there's a lot of work to be done. You are courageous. You are not this. Take your time. As you are building up, as you are moving up, things will begin to fall mm. into place. Be real. Be practical. Be practical as well. Be physical as well. Be real as well. Don't spiritualize physical things. Jesus said, I tell you, earthly things. Don't, they are earthly things. Don't spiritualize it. Be real. Be real. We have to. We have to. 
That's why I don't like self-respectability. Because who are we? You have a lot of problems. You come and you will. We are all nothing here. Even if you are something, we just, I mean, when you are living in a family, do you try to show your children or your spouse you are something? No. It's the same in the church. We are one body, isn't it? Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be practical. I want us to read a few scriptures. Uh, now, how the thing is, time is gone, so I have to pick. Amen. Uh, I cannot go through what the list. Uh, let me pick another one for us. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, for example, look at Matthew chapter 17, 24 to 27. Uh, this, is, this is Jesus himself. Jesus himself. He was at a place and they asked him to come and pay what? Tax. Mm-hmm. Look at what he said. Matthew 17, 24 mm-hmm. to 27. Mm-hmm. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon, he asked. From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty Mm -hmm. and taxes from their own children or from others? Mm -hmm. From others, Peter answered. Then the children are exempt, Jesus said to him. But so that we may not cause offense to go to the lake and throw out your line, take the first fish you catch, open its mouth and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and so yours. This was Jesus was at the place. And they came in and said, listen, tell your boss he needs to pay tax. And from what Jesus said, said from what Jesus said, he wasn't supposed to what? Pay, pay tax. tax. But the reality is that if they don't pay, they would what? Offended at them. Mm. And the offended will come. So he said, go and get money and what? Pay what? The tax. Jesus was being practical. He knows that if I don't pay this tax, offenses what? Come. And the last thing is to offend someone. Like Jesus does a campaign. You know, many Christians are very ignorant and disrespectful. A, a, girl, a girl came to me. I was wearing masks. So Jesus does a campaign. I was wearing masks. He said, Pastor, why are you wearing masks? There's no epidemic. There's... What does he say? He said, there's no epidemic. It is, uh, he used, she used a word. I was offended, but as usual, I always think of myself. Meaning when I say I think of myself, I will be cool. I'm nobody, isn't it? So it's okay to tell me that. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, but there's nothing wrong if I wear this. Even if there's no epidemic, wearing the marks, I will lose. Mm-hmm. Besides, I plead and I meet the regulation of the town That's it. center. Mm-hmm. Why should that come out? You should that you rather you are not thinking well, because the town center has a regulation. Mm. So it's not even about my faith; it's about obeying the regulation. Other they will be offended at us when they throw us away. What will we do? So wisdom teaches me: even if there's no corona, wearing the face marks, I will never lose. lose. But if there is, I might lose. Mm-hmm. Wisdom teaches me when it I've done my own physically for God to do his own work spiritually. But look at that ignorant girl. 
I call her ignorant because sometimes that's how it is. We must think before we talk. Because every word, you know, sometimes you go and uh, thank God I've passed that. Like people's words are like blade, sharp. It cuts you. If you are not careful, the words will bring you what? Down. Down. Mm-hmm. But you see, it's, to me, she's not thinking. Because if she thinks, she will be what? Say that. Amen. So there are issues. It's not an issue of what? Faith. It's an issue of regulation, of bringing peace. Because even if you do it, you will never lose. If anything, you stand to what? Benefit. So you could see Jesus was practical. He didn't challenge them. He didn't argue. Like Credit Town Center, I always pray that may that town center prosper. May it be successful. Mm-hmm. Why? You see, and whatever they come to tell me, I respect it. Whatever, I respect it. They say, we say when they say turn up, turn down the music, I turn it down. Of course, when other haters come, I don't mind them. I mean the management. Because you see, it took certain wisdom and certain investment for credit to be like that. Yes. In order for me to be there. Why yes. don't I go other places and I go there? Mm. So you see, I must respect them and respect what they have. You see, the moment I disrespect them, I'm a fool mm. before God. Because if it wasn't for them, it won't be how it is for people to be coming there for me to go there. Mm. Please, are we getting it? Yes. So wisdom, being practical, will teach me to respect them, to honor them for making that place available. So Jesus said that we don't offend them. He didn't have money. But he says that we don't offend them. I've told you to stop fishing. You know, before that, he has told Peter to stop fishing. Say, follow me, I'm making fishes of men. But don't take the net, take the hook. And cast it. You get to, you know, just to pay what? This tax, this bill. So we are to be what? Practical. Yes. Amen. Amen. The story of the ten virgins mm-hmm. is popular, but I want you to see the practicality in it. Matthew chapter 25, verse 6 to 12. Amen. So the Bible said the ten virgins, five were foolish, five were wise. Okay, read it for me, please. Matthew 25, 6 to 12. Mm-hmm. At midnight, the uh-huh. cry rang out. Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. No, they replied, There's, there may not be enough for both you, us and you. Instead, go to the house who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were already went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I don't know you. So listen to this. They were all virgins, all Christians, all in the same office. And the Bible says, five of them, their oil finished. And the Bible said their oil finished because they did not bring what? Extra what? Enough what? Oil. oil. Meaning the other five brought what? Enough what? Oil. oil. And the five who don't have oil went to the five that have the oil Say, give us some of what? Your oil. Because ours is finished. And he said, no, we cannot what? 
give you. I can't give you. Not because I'm wicked or not because I hate you. But when I give you, we all run out. Because when I give you, yours that I'll give you will not be enough to the broom will come. Mine will not also what? Be enough. So go and get some. And lo and behold, when they went, when they came, the door was what? Shut. Mm -hmm. They couldn't enter. Meaning, if they had given them, all the ten would be out. Yes. You see why the Bible says you can destroy. Giving is good. Yes. But in their case, it would be foolish to give. So sometimes you give your pension to people, they eat it. It's your pension. When your pension comes, you won't have pension. Sometimes you're saving, you give it to people to eat it. It's good, but then you won't have savings. Mm. And you see those people happy, and you begin, you rather will become bitter. But it is your wrong. You were not practical. Because your savings is not your money. If it's your money, you would have spent it. You put it down for a purpose. Yes. Or even though it's your money, it's not your money because it's not available. It's your reserve. Please, do you understand? Mm -hmm. They were not wicked. They were rather wise. Because what good will it do if all ten of us? <laughs> if giving you would serve a purpose is different. Please, do, do you get that? Practicality. Yes. Practicality. They were being practical. Sometimes righteousness or good, even though it's good, it's not wise. Yeah. It's not wise. It's a good thing, but it's not a wise thing. It's a good thing that you have, you want to always go and bring him or her to church. It's a very good thing. But let's say if you are serving and because of that you are always late, is it wise? No. Because now you can't serve, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So be practical. God is watching on. All this is his word, his word. It's as solid as that shall not kill. This is also his word. Three more scriptures, then we bring this to an end. Look at Genesis chapter 12, verse 10 to 20. Now I'm just speaking. So three, this is one. Then we'll be left with two. I'll just two. Amen. Now there's a situation here that Abraham did lie. Even though mm -hmm. technically it was true, he did lie. Amen. But you will see that God was not against Abraham for lying. Amen. It doesn't mean you should lie, but because Abraham was being practical, was being shred, was being wise. Read it for me, please. Genesis chapter 12, verse 10. To 20. To 20. Mm -hmm. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. And as he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you are my sister, so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. When Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sariah was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake. And Abram acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants and camels. 
But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife, Sariah. So Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me, he said? Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So that I look, took her to be my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. So, yes. did you get it? Yes. The practicality of Abram. Let me break it down. Bible said Abram had to go to Egypt because there was famine. The only way to survive is to go to what? Egypt. Now, Egypt had the now, so even if it's not raining, they are able to water. Amen. And Bible said, before they went, Abraham said to his wife, listen, when we go, when they ask you, when they ask me, when they ask us, that are you what? My wife, I'll say, no, you are what? My sister. I beg you, agree. Isn't that a lie? Yes. And, but he explained to the wife, and he said, listen, I've done that. They will kill me and take you. If you say, I am your husband, they will just do away with the husband so that the wife would be what? Available. But if you say, I'm your brother, even if they take you, they will leave me. Mm-hmm. So Abraham was being practical. He was saying that as you are going, knowing them and knowing how beautiful you are, only two scenarios. Either I'll have you or they will try to come for you and to have you, they what? Kill me. So if they kill me, they will still have you anyway. Mm. You understand? But they can have you and spare what? My life. So say that if they ask, God, why would they ask? That would be the only intention. And lo and hold, behold, Bible says when they went and they saw what? Sarah. They told Pharaoh, in other words, there's a very beautiful girl. Do you want him? Pharaoh said yes. And Bible said they came for what? Sarah. And now you are the brother, isn't it? So they treated him what? Well, meaning what Abraham said is true. So if it was the husband, they would have what? Killed, Killed him. him. No man would like to give up the wife. Abraham would just be what? Practical, reality. But this is the key. God did not deal with Abraham. God did not strike Abraham. He rather struck Pharaoh. That did not make Abraham unrighteous. Matter of fact, Abraham could have destroyed himself, trying to be over-righteous. Mm. He was just being practical. He was being wise in his own case. Is the Bible, if you have a problem, go there. So don't be, destroy yourself. Be practical. Be practical. You see, the moment you say you'll be practical, a lot of things will change. Because you begin to see this in different dimensions. God is for you, unless you are an unbeliever. But God is for you. God doesn't come from the angle against his people. He comes from the angle. Remember this all the time, that he's for you. So even if you make mistakes, he's for you. His every mother, every father is for his children. Like Jesus' dancer campaign, I always go from the angle, I am for God, I am for his church, I am for the Bible. So when you bring any issue, our pastors, 
No. About Bible? No. About God? No. I'm not double-minded. I'm not coming to teach. That's my start. I am for God. Amen. I am for the Bible. You, you accuse the Bible, you are dead. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are dead. I am for the church. God is for his people. Because in the world too, you people also have issues. Mm -hmm. And we are human beings, so we also have what? Issues. But that doesn't mean we are evil. No. Please, do we understand? Mm -hmm. So you saw God, Abraham being what? Practical. But the key is, God wasn't against him. Because that did not, even though he lied, God knows Abraham is not an unrighteous person. In fact, the Bible declared him righteous. All, all the man wants is just to survive. Amen. Amen. Look at the second one, then the third one, then we bring it to an end. Please, are we getting it? Yes. Uh, what's the second one? Which one should we look at? Sorry? Oh, have you looked at the second one? This is the second one. So, uh, the second one, amen. Um, okay, we'll read one, amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, now look at Gideon. Gideon chapter 6, verse 27. Sorry, Judges chapter 6, verse 27. <laughs> <laughs> Judges chapter 6, verse 27. So in Judges chapter 6, verse 27, God, the backdrop of the story, God asked Gideon to go and destroy his father's what? Idols. And Gideon said, God, I will do it. But when I do it the daytime, the people are there. They will arrest me, destroy me, even though you have sent me. So I'll do it at night when they are all what? asleep. So he went to do it at night. He was being practical. He was being wise. He didn't say because God has said they can't do anything. No. So even if God speaks, the way you go about it can be wise or what? Foolish. The Father God has spoken doesn't mean just how are you going to do it? Amen. Please read it for me. Judges 6 verse 27. Mm -hmm. So Gideon took 10 of his servants and did as the Lord told him. Mm -hmm. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. The Bible was specific. Because he was afraid, he did it at night rather than day. He wasn't afraid of doing it. He was afraid of the family people. Because at day, they are all there, isn't it? At night, they are all asleep. He was being practical. He was being wise. He was being physically, he didn't spiritualize it. So the fact that God has said so. If God has showed you that a pastor is fake, the way you are going on it, can't you see you are destroying many more pastors who are correct? Can't you see that it is turning many more into unbelievers? And unbelievers will not believe. Can't you see you are doing much more damage than the so-called fake pastor you are talking about? Can't you see it? Can't you see it? Amen. The last one. I know you are with us anyway. Are you? Today there's meat pie and Coca-Cola and Fanta. It's one of our brother's uh, birthday. Mm. So he brought us some, some Coca-Cola and some him. meat pie. Amen. <laughs> so we are going to have it. Amen. Amen. Last scripture. Amen. <laughs> Which one should we choose? Okay. I'm trying to look for a shorter one. First Kings chapter 19, verse 26 to 8. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, First Kings chapter 19, verse 6 to 8. 
So we have, we have over 50 of such examples here. And I think we've looked at like less than 10. Yeah. Please read it for me. First Kings chapter 19. It's because our time is gone, yeah. 6 to 8. Mm-hmm. He looked around, and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals mm-hmm. and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank, strengthened by that food. He traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. So Bible says Elijah was there, and the angel brought him food, and he ate the food, and he slept. And the angel came again and woke him up, and he said, there's more food, eat. And why? The angel said... You need, the, you need your strength for the journey. You are going on a long journey, so you need physical strength. So eat. It was physical food. And Bible says he walked in the journey, in the strength of that food. Isn't that what the Bible yes. says? For 40 days. Mm-hmm. So when the angel, who is a spirit, who stands for the servant, of, who is a servant of God, came, he didn't spiritualize. He didn't say, because God is saying you don't need to eat, go. He said, eat and be strength. You need the strength, the physical strength. This is not spiritual strength. There's a spiritual person. You need the physical strength. That's why this this I'm trying to be very, very disciplined to have a day off. Because you can, I can destroy myself physically if you don't rest. You understand? So I'm now, I'm, I have to be extreme disciplined. No, because without rest, you break down. You will break down. It's just a matter of time. Amen. So he said, eat. Eat. Sometimes if you really want to pray, you eat. Sometimes if I want to pray, you know, sometimes I sit there and I pray six hours straight. I just pray. I don't wake up. Back, 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 six hours. I will eat heavy the night before. When I wake up, I'll drink my tea. And as I start praying, I have... I don't normally use coke. Coke, coke the gas fizzle by six hours. The gas is gone. But I have some drink beside me. As I'm praying, I'll sip it small. Because six hours is a long time. Mm. So sometimes even when you go for waiting, you want to pray. You don't fast. Because sometimes when you fast, you are not able to pray. You pray in the morning and after, from afternoon, you are just waiting for time. So you cannot really what? Pray, of course, fasting and prayer, but I'm just saying, yeah, we have to be what? Practical. Practical. We have to be physical. Say, you need the strength. The Bible says he went in the strength of that word, food. Please, we understand what I'm saying. You've heard the word of God. You know what this word has ministered to you. I just want you to lift up your voice and just begin to pray regarding this word of God. Regarding this word of God. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.